trying to find pictures of Hank. We're on. This is what I start every show with. Because wait, wait, wait. Do you know the song? Matt Albert. No, it's not Matt Albert. <laughs> is it not? Yes, it is. Oh. No. <laughs> You're the first person who's guessed Fat Albert. All right, now I want to look up Fat Albert theme song. Am I wrong? This is not Fat Albert. This is Shaka Khan. You'll recognize maybe the chorus. No, I remember that. I know this. I mean, I'm a little bit your junior, so I'm not as. Thank she you wasn't in my playlist. She I'm wasn't in mine either. This is my dad's playlist. But I'm telling you right now. I want you to listen to the Fat Albert intro. Aaron, Aaron's searching for it right now. Oh, are you on it, dude? Yeah. Listen, this is right here. This. What? Huh? What? You do this every episode? Tell me something good. Okay, <laughs> That's yeah, where it yeah, kicks yeah, yeah. in. That's where it kicks in. Okay. Um. All well, right, everybody. Well. Definitely not Fat Albert. No, it's not Fat Albert. And, and the podcast that that we not sure was ever going to happen is finally happening. Yeah, yeah, finally. And you're here. Thanks to you. Jen, you're here. I'm here. Well, uh, welcome everybody to Fairly Normal. See, they're both kind of on both of us. Oh, I'm, yeah. I probably should have worn a long sleeve shirt. I know, especially with how skinny <laughs> you're getting. All right. Let's, we, we need to go over a couple things really yep. quickly. Now, first of all... Wait, did you even tell them I was coming? Like, do they know what's going on here? They know that we're announcing something. Okay. Okay? They know that we're announcing something. And it has to do with... I would I'm tell, I told people it's got to do with health, fitness, slash lifestyle. I mean, yeah. Okay. But like a real but solution. A, but a real solution and easy. Yeah. And fun. Yep. Um, and, Obviously. Yeah. Now you're doing it. Uh, Hello. Um... But will you, first of all, but, but by the way, everybody, for last week, the reason that we were not here is because my son got his toes cut caught in a... I think you should show the picture. In a truck lift. It won't, it won't. I'll post it. I'll post the picture. We'll post the toes. Yeah. It, it, so he got caught, he got his foot caught in a truck lift from between the truck lift and the truck. And um, so he almost got three of his toes cut off last week. And... So we were supposed to shoot this last Look week at four thirty, <laughs> and with and I called you at like four fifteen, and we're like, maybe later four twenty, because it oh, happened no, no. At, on our way in here. No, no, no. I was parked. Like I was parked. You were here. I yeah. Put, no, no, no. It was like game time. Yeah. And then we lost the basketball. I, <laughs> like, yeah. I will tell you something. I, and this has never happened to me as a parent before. As a parent, and I've been really lucky. And I don't know about you. Did you have injuries growing up? No, nothing that kept me down. No, no, no. I mean, I did sports growing up. Right. I never, you know, your sprained ankle, crutches for two weeks, right. you know, stuff like that. I've never heard um, pain like that come out of one of my kids' mouths before. That was like, oh. it was like a real, that was the first time. And you know what else happened, by the way, perspective-wise, as he's laying in the hospital and he's pretty bummed out and the doctor's like, these toes are fucked up. Yeah. Like we don't even know if they're gonna. He's gonna keep his toes. Yes, correct? right. Right. So, but you know what it did? It gave me perspective because I was sitting there. I was like, as bad as that is, some people come to the hospital every day with their with their kids who mm. are in so in so much worse shape. And I even said that to him. I go, dude, as bad as this is, there's a whole wing Listen, of this hospital where people are in where worse shape than we are. Cedars. Oh yeah. See, I volunteer at Children's Hospital LA here. Yeah. The, I mean, do the, you really? Oh yeah, every week. When I'm filming at camp, but every week right. I'm there. 
These kids, I mean, you have kids in dialysis. That means they're in kidney failure. So yeah. their kid, the kidneys won't pump and do their job. So while they're waiting for transplants, they go every same schedule, like two to three times a week. They're two hours after school or three hours, and they sit there and they go through dialysis treatment. They have needles the side of like, I don't know, like the little insert yeah. to pump their blood through to clean their blood for them. It's like every single week every that's it that's the reality so it's like i i get i mean so but wait so when you go down there like you brave face it the whole time well, you have to be, well i'm i'm assuming that there's some of it's kind of like sad well yeah but here's the thing whether you're you're in, in dialysis or you go you go to the cancer wing or the, i mean there's so many i mean they handle all kinds of diseases right. and, and injuries and issues from prenatal to or to, to not prenatal I hope like no tiny, yeah, I was gonna say like tiny babies <laughs> yeah. that are like early yeah. to like you know six, seven, thirteen. You don't you don't go there to talk to them about their disease. You just go like, hey, what's up? You want to connect for battle? And they, you know, that's and, it. And they don't. They're they're they are not a group that feels sorry for themselves, are they? That I, group of kids. It's different. This is just their reality, so they accept it. And it's like as a volunteer, or as I think their parents in the community, it's like, well, let's just let's do this and not let it be a part of what inhibits us. But like. Okay, let's go. Like, make it a good day or work on stuff, and uh, you know, it's not, it doesn't yeah. define their life that they're gonna have. It's that, right? but that's that it totally does. Okay. But from a, and you know what? I think that is from too because it's always been their reality, right? So for us, right, we, it, when it's not always your reality, and then you have to adjust to yeah, it. Yeah, but what if it's a kid and you get leukemia? You, yeah. you weren't born with that. God, I can't And even the hard imagine. part is explaining it to the kids what's going on and. You have to go home. No, we have to come back. And what's going on? And what's happening with me? Funny story. Ironically, and this will help actually going into our segment. But there's a McDonald's. There was sorry, wasn't it McDonald's right there uh, at the Children's Hospital? And I was like, oh my god, how could there be a McDonald's yeah. at the Children's you know, CHLA? And it was because for years, especially when McDonald's was you know a little bit more um, celebrated and yeah. accepted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know because you know for a while it was like it was yeah. more okay, and then we learned about like saturated fats and everything yeah. else and salt but it was because it became two things one for a lot of patients in care there it's hard to keep weight on them mm -hmm. right so now we've got these caloric higher caloric foods that yep. are helping especially with like kids going through cancer and going through treatments and chemo keeping weight on them yep. and number two it become like a fun place to go so if like there was a sibling that, that you know that was in the hospital the other kids would go and be like and i'll get you mcdonald's and then we'll visit your sister or brother and it became a part of this like community thing now it's shut down. They've got like a really healthy cafeteria, and it's they've put crazy. a lot of effort. Oh yeah! When I was growing up, oh yeah, like the treat, and we were psyched to go to McDonald's. Oh my god! So excited! Happy to go. meal! Oh my god! Um, all right. Now you noticed that I was a tiny little bit thinner. I think no, you're you're pocket size now. You're so cute. I, <laughs> I think I'm down almost 15 pounds. I will tell you. It's interesting that you and I are doing this at the same time that this happened to me. Mm -hmm. So I had a little health scare. I would call it, I wouldn't call it, okay, I had a, it's, for me, it was my first little touch of, oh, you, you're going to die someday. Uh, yeah, it's like you, you, okay. you find, feel the walls on the room of your mortality yeah. and you're like, this doesn't last forever. Oh, forever. Okay. And like we know that, but we don't really experience that. No, until you yeah. get your first. Okay, so I went to the doctor. And the doctor said, everything looks pretty good. You're in good shape. I go, thank you. And he goes, are you pretty healthy? I go, yeah. And he goes, you got diabetes in your family? And I go, no. And he goes, you don't? And I said, no. And he said, are you sure? Because you work out how many days a week? I go, six. Yeah. And he goes, do you eat healthy? I go, yeah, I eat pretty healthy. Yeah. And he goes, well, why don't you call your dad right now? And I call him. And I put him on speakerphone because I want to make the doctor feel stupid. 
Yeah, you're like, listen to this guy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was rolling my eyes. I'm like, uh. you being a smart ass, being like, okay, doc, okay. And I go to my dad. Do we have diabetes in the family? And he's like, yeah. And I go, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I go. I go. What? So I'm gonna give him the memo on that. I said, oh what? My god. What do you mean we have diabetes in the family? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we have diabetes in the family. I go, why didn't you tell me? He goes, was I supposed to tell you? I go, who, who else was? Probably. Who, who else was gonna tell As me? My parent. Who else was gonna tell me? So, um. Talk to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Look, you're not diabetic, but you're pre-diabetic." Shut up! You were pre-diabetic. Pre-diabetic. Okay. Now, that was. I will tell you something. Two things happened to me, and and if I'm being really real, when was the doctor's appointment? January. No, it was a month. So it was a month. I've I, and so since that day, he said to me too. He goes, "You don't want to get on medication." I go, "No, I don't want a medication." He said, "Go." He said, "Get this book." Yeah, and I'll tell you what happened since yeah, then. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So. Two things happened. One, for the first time ever, and I was and I was I was in San Francisco and I was really emotional because for the first time ever and I knew it wasn't my fault, although I probably ate too many Skittles in my life, mm. but I was ashamed of my of I wouldn't say I was just ashamed. I felt sh- there was That's sh- a strange response. There was shame that circ- that circled it where I was like I because look, I I did not eat to where I would be, but I did have nighttime. I would eat snacks because you know I smoke, but but yeah. I didn't. But but it, it was I'm predisposed for it, right? Yeah, but still, shame is a weird word to use if you did because you didn't know. Like shame comes in saying, I full well know what I'm doing. My weight keeps ex- escalating. Blah 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 blah. Doctors giving me these warnings, and yet you continue to fuck off. And can I say that word? Yeah, so you can say whatever. You really fuck off, and you're not paying attention to what you're eating, and you're getting your happy meals, and then you get then you're pre-diabetic. Sure. You can feel shame, but if you don't have the knowledge, which is a lot of what goes on for people at home, they really just don't know. Yeah. And if you don't know, you don't understand how to make a difference. But the quick story, and don't lose your place because yeah. I know we interrupted you. I helped with a group of people, ten people. It was an office group, and they asked me just to come in and speak. Uh, I knew I knew one of the people that worked there, and I had been her trainer for years, yeah. and that's it. It was like a favor. And one of the guys, extremely overweight, and that's the misconception. When you said that you're pre-diabetic, I go, oh my god, but you're not even overweight. Like you're you're really good. Like yeah, you know, like you know, like you know, Baywatch running, but you, yeah. well, you weren't. <laughs> now, guys, just say no. But well, they can this see. guy they see was very that. overweight, easily 100 pounds overweight, and the doctor said he was pre-diabetic. He needs to get, you know, he wasn't eating breakfast. He was skipping a lot of meals and kind of eating a lot at night. Right. So the doctor said, you need to have a bigger breakfast. So what this guy was doing was like he was going to the Ralph's, which is a grocery store, <clears throat> getting a loaf of bread, eating it on the way to work. No. And that was his bigger breakfast. And I go, did you mean like you had toast? Like you got a piece of like a little with jam or he's like, no, loaf of bread. So here he is. He thought my doc said bigger he ate breakfast. A loaf of fucking bread? Every morning. And so that's the thing. It's like, and here he is just not just crawling towards pre-diabetes and it's he's sprinting toward it. Yeah. Because he just didn't know. And that's the thing. It's like, don't feel I don't want you to feel shameful because you didn't really know. Yeah, I know, but okay? and, 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 and that I, I've come out of that, but I had a couple of days where I felt really fucking bad about myself. And and you know what else? I, I'll tell you what else. Also, because I, for a long time I just used the mirror as a doctor, and I would look in the mirror. I go, I'm fine. Everything. Do you know That's what I mean? And I understand the shame from the standpoint. You have a family. You have a wife. Yes. Like you're, you've got you've got a life, and people count on you. Yes. And you're like, how could I have let this happen? Yes. That I get. And that's fine. And that's actually why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, that is exactly why I felt the shame because yeah. I was like, 
if I, if I, you know, because I, like I said, I used the doctor, the mirror as a doctor, so I didn't go to the doctor much, and I was like, I'm fine. And I thought, all I could think to myself was, if I've somehow shortened my life because of that, that's uh, where I, that's where okay. it came from, right? Right. Okay. So, so then what I did is I got a bunch of books, and a bunch of books about um, the diet, and so I, diets and all that, what you should eat, and so one of the one of the books said, hey, you can almost if you are exercise a lot and it's just a little bit, of, you can almost reset this. You can oh, reset yeah. your body. So for 30 days, mm-hmm. I've gone uh, beans, greens, nuts, seeds, a little bit of rice, you see, yeah. some sprouted grain. Yeah. First of all, the weight fell off of me. Okay. Wait, wait. What about protein? Uh, uh, beans, and I do, and like I do a protein powder, but it's a plant-based protein powder. So you're doing no animal-based proteins at all? Not a... Okay. Okay. So for people that don't know, cholesterol is actually only found in um, animal-based foods. So whether it's like your chicken, your steak, it could be eggs, it can be cheese, right? That's where cholesterol is found, products from animals. Yes. Yep. So, So... I, so that's why you're tiny. Now I get it. Okay. It just went, but, but well, because I was, I, all the books I read is like, first of all, let me just say this. I know now why vegans are so annoying because for a month <laughs> I've been a vegan and all I can think are about. Are you irritated? No, all I, all I can talk about is what I want to eat. All, all, <laughs> all I can say is oh, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. I mean, the, listen, everything I complained about vegans, I've been doing you over the month. Now. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm hungry. I had, listen, on the way here, you know, and we came from the doctors with my son, but I was speeding. He's like, why are you speeding? I go, I'm going to be in the in the studio for two hours. I can't go two hours without food. You yeah. saw me. I was standing yeah. out in front. Throwing- Super awkward. Guy on the street with a baggie and a plate of rice. Eating- and beans. Just pouring beans into my mouth. <laughs> I was like, really? Hi, <laughs> you you want to sit down? No. How I don't need some gum? No. 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 I <laughs> yeah, need my beans. You wouldn't even sit down to eat. No. No. I just needed to shove it in my fucking face. Okay. So, so, but, so that is... What happened to me? Now I'm gonna, ch- I am going to try to slowly, but there are a couple things that I will tell you that this month have, has done that has changed my world mm-hmm. that I'll never go back to. Number one being sugar. Mm. Can I tell you this last month and after I got it out of my system, cause I, and I went through some with, I would call it withdrawal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My joke writing and my brain has worked better these last two weeks like there, sometimes I would get spacey or cloudy, um, and when I cut out sugar altogether, like I, I can't remember in my lifetime when I was felt this sharp. Oh, well, maybe I gotta stop sugar. I'm oh telling you, <laughs> teaching te- me something. I'm here. telling you, it cleared everything up, and um, so I don't think about, and and I'll have to decide on if I'll even do a white flower. I don't know yet. 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 Be- besides that, everything else, I'll go back to moderation and figure it out. But one thing I think I'll do also forever and ever is I will have some sort of raw vegetable at every meal. That also. Has... What do you mean, like raw? Like the, the stock of broccoli? No, like a salad or okay, like okay. kale. Not like a. Yeah, I'm not going out and picking something out of the backyard and putting it in my you mouth. You said raw, so. Yeah, yeah, so not cooked. Not cooked. So you mean uncooked? Okay. Like a roughage. Like a. But because that also. Um, has really helped just keep everything flowing. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and our next segment, why you, why you don't need a modium anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I got so desperate in New York because I wanted pizza. Yeah. I was just in, P- in New York this weekend, and I wanted pizza. 
I called one place. I go, hey. And they go, yeah, what's going on in pizza? But I go, and this is a fucking typical New York pizza place. I go, I know this is uh, just a crazy question. And guy goes, go ahead. I get a lot of stupid questions. They go, I go, you get like kale-based pizza? And he goes, what? And I was like, I know. I'm just like, I'm vegan for a month, and I just need some pizza. And he was like, kale-based? What is, what is, what is that? <laughs> And I go, I don't know. I was making things up. He was like, No, we don't fucking any. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, and you we can you weren't you're not doing cheese. So you no. basically could have asked for like cashew Del cheese. I would have had cashew cheese. Like, ugh. It, listen, I will tell you. I'm impressed with your commitment. I was. I frightened myself. I, I because I started to get tingles in my hand, in my fingers and toes. That tingling sensation. And the doctor was like, Yeah, that's pre-diabetic shit. And I said, really? And he goes, how long have you been having that? And I go, a little bit. I go, I, I go. Oh, I your circulation. Yeah. He yeah. said, it's in your fingers and your toes. You get a little bit of tingly. And I was like, uh, he said, do you have anything else? And I go, no, not really. And he goes, yeah, yeah. That's, when you feel that tingling, a lot of times that's, that's pre-diabetic. Does it happen after you eat? And I go, yeah. I will tell you something else this past month. Not one food coma. I've never eaten anything and felt tired. Well, okay. So this is, I call it body talk. It's like what I've kind of just... Uh, it's the way I explain it to people. Yeah. So body talk is your body talking to you. It yeah. is smarter than you. It knows what works. It knows what doesn't. If you eat something and you're belching or like you're like, oh, I'm super bloated. Like you feel that maxed out feeling yeah. in your stomach. You could, some people have acne, right? Some people, I mean, you could have gas. You could have constipation. It's going to show up. So listen to it. So for instance, when you said the, the food coma, if you're eating and you get done and you're just like wiped, yeah, your body is not responding well to what you gave it. It's obviously been too big of vol- too much volume and whatever it's eating, it's having a hard time breaking down. So for you, you're like, whoa, I've never had a food coma. It's because what you're giving your body, it's immediately identifying, breaking down, using for energy, and it's like, okay, have fun, Josh. Have a good day. Keep cruising. So then. You got to pay attention. Like I can, and it could be good things. Like I have rice, brown rice. I feel good. I have a sweet potato. I feel like thousand times better than I did with rice. Me too. So it's like I don't really eat rice. If we had sushi, I'd have some. Right. But like otherwise, I don't really. I don't make rice at home. Sweet potatoes, oatmeal. That's my jam. I have a friend that does only brown rice with tons of vegetables. She's a bean. She's a bean pole. Works for her body. So you got to pay attention. It's interesting then. So what you and I and I've always subscribed to this, right? That. It, it, look, everybody's body is a different machine. Every body is right? different. Exactly. So, and I would, so when I, and, and I started to think about it over the month, like when I would eat stuff and it would make me tired, well, that would be like if I put fuel in my car that, ma- that made it stop. Totally. Why would I do that? Why like would I put bad fu- gasoline. Why would it's I put like, fuel? Oh. Right, right. So then, so then what you're saying though is, look, I just had some rice and beans, right? Yeah. With some pico. Like I would have never have done that. My body would give me like the. Really? So that's interesting. So what you're saying is that everybody's body kind of breaks things down differently depending on how you're built. Sure, you're not. I mean, I mean, what's your nationality? What's your background? Uh, We're like Eastern European Jews. Okay, so like I'm Swedish, German, a little Polish. My sister is heavy on the Swedish side, Mm -hmm. and she's lactose intolerant. And it's because hundreds of years ago, like dairy was introduced so much later to that that Northern Europe. Yeah. Whereas you know I'm more the Polish side. And it's, I, I'm out, dairy, bring it on. Yeah. Right? So, and you know, that, so it, 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 there's, there's bloodlines to yeah. it. There's, I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into what works for your body. And so, I, and, and, and so I'm, I've been, I was thinking about trying this and you tell me how stupid it sounds. Okay. 
I was thinking about reintroducing something one oh, one, no. one at a time. Should, everybody should do this. I, I did this because obviously I'm a trainer and I had a client that was a vegetarian and I'd never had a vegetarian client. I'm like, well, I don't really know what that means. Like, what, right. what can they eat? I don't want to create a program and have it be shit and have them not have success with me. Right. So I took all, just like you did, I took out all meats, all dairy, all eggs, all cheese, everything. For you? I did it. For a month, I felt miserable. Mm-hmm. My body... I was like sluggish. I actually felt softer everywhere. Um, but I learned combinations to get calories in for her. Right. Which, by the way, when she did it, she was like rock star awesome. But I knew I needed more protein. So I found like it's called it's algae. It's chlorella and spirulina. Yeah. And it's a plant-based protein, 60% um, protein. So many great things about it. It's a superfood. And I started doing that and it helped a little bit. So then after a month, I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring in eggs. And I only brought in eggs. Eggs were great. I was like doing better. I was actually getting leaner. Right. I felt stronger next week. And so I did for a week. I'm like, okay, green light. Okay. Next week, I think I brought in fish. Green light. That was totally good. Next week was chicken. So, and when you tested it, you tested it one food at a time over a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what well, else? A week or a couple of days. Like, you're going to know your yeah. body. You're going to wake up. You're going to feel it. You're going to know. Like, I started putting the protein in and the fish. I started going to the bathroom way more regularly. I was like, oh, okay, my body's metabolizing right. more. That's what di- your digestion is. It's like, okay, I'm breaking it down. I'm using it. I'm not storing it. But when I brought in chicken, bad news. Like, I, I didn't go to the bathroom for days. So do you not eat chicken? I don't eat chicken. I don't eat any birds. Turkey, chicken. Listen, if it's Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, you're gonna have some. give me the leg. Right, right. It's, <laughs> I, I don't have, like, an emotional <laughs> right, problem right, with it. Right, right, um, My digestion just does. If we go to Hooters, I'll get the wings. Like, same thing. It's like, right. but I just know if I'm eating my day-to-day, eggs are great, fish are great. Red meat for me is great. I don't do it every week. But here's the interesting thing. You just said if you go, we go to Hooters, you're going to get the wings, yeah. right? But so, but you also- I might shit my pants yeah, like yeah, that's, later that day. Listen, you know what? I want to go on a date there, but I would go. I'll, I'll at least go once a year. Can I just usually. say, if somebody asked you on a date and took you to Hooters, that's- not the, that's it's, that's a no no. It was it was uh, to me. I thought it was a bonus when I that happened. What? How? Old, that's who I am. How old were you? Right yeah. now. Okay. Right now, someone takes you on a date to Hooters. No, not now. Okay, that's what uh, I'm saying. <laughs> when yeah, when you're younger. I think you want. Come on, you want a real dude. No, is this turning to a dating show now. No, but I I'm want saying a real dude. Of I mean, course, you want a real dude. But but you but, can right. learn a lot about somebody. Come on, the wings. Like, what kind of eater are they? Are they messy? They chew them out. Is it, are they sauce? And I'm like, if I can be me, and that's such an scenario, and they still want to like date I me. I totally agree with that. But a first date, you're not taking someone to Hooters, Aaron. No way. You you want to go, if, if a guy picks you up in the car, right, and you're like, where are we going? By you're, the way, that rarely happens in L.A. Like, I think I've, I've had mean? a guy come to my door to pick me up once. What do you mean? Oh, wait. No, they don't make them like they used to, Josh. I'm telling you. They don't go pick you up? Oh, no. What do they say? I'll meet you? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. I know, but this is what I've reduced myself to. The standards are just in the bottom. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait. The, la- the last one? Yeah. Wait, Matt. Everything. He didn't come pick you up no. at your house. No. Well, then he you can't you don't go out with him. If someone says to you, "Do you want to go out?" If someone says to you, "I would like to take you out." Yeah. And then says, "Meet me." Hang up the fucking phone. Okay. Are you kidding like, me right now? I would hang up the phone if they called, but they don't call in LA. They what text. Is, oh no 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 not that either. No 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 no. I don't. That's no no. Is that Josh, real? Josh, I know, I know. It seems strange. Is that real? That's is that is that real I, life? I, I had the opposite. I had a girl who would not let me come pick her up. 
And I was like, I'm not a rapist or a creep. Well, that's because yep. her boyfriend was but at there the house. Are, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's like, I know. she's cheating on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, clearly, no. Well, because I will tell you, there are some. I mean, because I've met people, and I'm like, and now, now I won't even. I rarely go for food if it's I don't know him very well. I'm like, let's just grab a beer here, and then I can kind of check it out, and then I can go for more. Okay, but here's what I would say. If you don't feel if you don't feel comfortable with someone picking you up, that's one thing. But they still have to offer, "Can I come pick you up?" Yeah, no, I, I, it's just a very different time. I think I would be I embarrassed. No, you would be you would be highly dateable here because th- that no men do that here in LA. I, I would, don't say no men. A lot of men. We should have people call in and just worry. validate what I'm saying. We're, we're, the, we're gonna we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to the phone calls. Don't worry. All right. Okay. So back wait. On track. We're gonna get back on track. One more question here. Okay. So a guy asks you out. Okay. You say yes. Okay. And he says, "Meet me at Hooters," and you <laughs> say, "Okay." This is shaping it. <laughs> but I would. <laughs> I, like, I love Hooters. I haven't had it. This I love year. Hooters too. But so okay. It's my, the ranch dressing. There's that's something. so good. Oh. My question then, to you, go back to Hooters about food. You allow yourself a cheat. I don't even call it a cheat. I'm just responsible. Right. I'm respon- I know going in. By the way, when I'm from Chicago, I used to order like this set of twenty. Yeah. Easily, and now I'm like, well, let me just start with ten, and I won't. I won't even get through ten. Right. I won't. How do you eat the? I, you know, I know how I eat the wing. One I, hand. A one hand, of course, and I put the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, you Fred Flintstone I, it? And I, oh, fucking. Oh, so I completely. Gross. Oh, listen, my mother hates watching me eat wings. She's like, that is. So gross. Well, now, now you're, you're judging me. Do you twirl it like a corn on the cob? Is that what you do? Well, first of all, anybody that knows anything only gets the drumsticks. That's what I'm saying. Okay, just to be yeah, clear, drumstick. You pull can't it out. get the, the, the double bone no, thing. I don't it's like not the wings. working. No, you got to drumstick it. And I don't even know why they call that a wing. That's not really I a wing. And I dip, and then I place it down, and I kind of I put it on the plate, and I turn it, and I pick it back up, and yep. I dunk it, and I eat by. So I don't corn cob. I don't Tom Hanks it like big because right. it's just then like I think the other hand gets dirty. There's one hand that's always clean and clear because mm-hmm. then you're the asshole with the with the the wing sauce beer. You're like really yeah. all over the glass. No, I'm so with you on that. So left hand is clean, right hand's dipping and dunking. Wow! Yeah. Look at that. You got your you. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <laughs> Duh. And what kind of beer are you drinking? Are you are you a beer person? I'm an. Uh, I like tequila. I'm an all. I, I I I'm moody. I'm moody. So tequila, yeah. If it's tequila, it's done. Julio Añejo. Yeah. Or 1942. I, I like it all. That's pretty rich though. Um, and then, but beer, like I drink, I drink Stella's on Saturday. And here's, I like Allagash White. Here, I'll do it to you know to Caddy. But here, here's what's great, right? So yeah. I'm I'm looking at you. You're in decent shape, I would say. Yeah, I think, I'd like yeah, to think so. Yeah, you're in pretty good, decent shape. I think it it. it the, it, it should inspire people to know that they don't have to quit. At the, look, I'll go back to eating what I like to eat uh, eventually and, and just be more mindful of the symptoms and all that stuff. And I won't eat two bags of Skittles when I'm high at night. Right. Right. That's that's a great start. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you just, the sugar, that, if you just did that one thing. I think so. I, I think mean, that's so. that's huge for people. Here's the thing. People, um, I don't know when we got into this uh I think it was actually in the 80s, 90s, when we started thinking, oh, God, fat, fat is bad, right? Calories mm-hmm. are bad. So I'm going to um, take fat and get fat-free this. And fat, right? Yeah. We go with, we're trending. But, you know, the, the 0% yogurt, it's like, well, congratulations, there's 26 grams of sugar. So it's like you're – because if you take the fat out, 
there's nourishment in there. And no, I don't want you doing like oodles of fat, but right. there's nourishment in there and there's flavor in there. So what do you do to offset the fact that you took out that the fat? You drive it, you load it with sugar. Right. And so everyone's doing all this sugar. I mean, it's insane. And so essentially, when it comes to weight loss, if you undernourish your body, like if you don't give your body what it needs, whether that's sleep, by the way, whether that's water, whether that's nutrition. Wait, sleep for yeah, weight loss? Sleep, yeah, because sleep deprivation. If you're not giving your body's like stressed out, fight or flight, anytime you put your body in crisis, yeah. it starts to hoard fat. Congratulations. I don't care how hard you true? work out. I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I can't tell you the amount of women I've talked to that um, do like a shake in the morning and a salad at lunch and then a small little dinner, but they drink a bottle of wine every night. Right. It's like, well, you're literally drinking fat. Because your body, if you're not giving your body something to break it down with, right. the sugar it doesn't activate that digestive system. And by the way, it could eat an apple or apple juice. Same thing. If there's no fiber to break it down, your body just is like, oh, so weird. I'll just store it because it's, it doesn't, it can't break it down. Well, that's why I went back to those. That's why all I read about that raw green stuff mm -mm. is that that's my fiber. Every oh, meal I have. Let it your body it. work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's interesting then because people have these, the, the no carb thing is the one that I have to tell you in this past Something else happened to me. I was on such a high protein. You're acting like the show's about you. No, but I'm uh, the guest. I know. Damn it. But you're gonna help me. <laughs> Something else happened, right? I went. I was such a high protein. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I um and low carb. I was fucking up my kidneys. My doctor was like, "Hey, your kidney function isn't as good as it should be." Yeah. Is that a thing? Okay. Uh, I from that perspective, uh, that's not really my right my my field to know how that would affect your kidneys. But you have to remember carbohydrates. Now listen, there's a difference between French fries from um, McDonald's, right? Um, making roasted potatoes at home and a sweet potato. There's de varying degrees of what that can look like, okay? But your brain actually is what um, works off of glucose and sugar, and sugar can be something like an apple, yeah, sweet potato, Skittle, right? Now those simple sugars aren't great. They they're like sparklers. They burn. They go hard and fast, and they're out. But right. they leave a lot of damage in the wake. Okay, and the thing is, is what starts to happen. People start to not get enough carbohydrates in, which is so important for kind of rejuvenating your body and repair. But also, that's what your brain and body runs on as well. So what your body starts to do, it says, "Oh shit! Well, Josh isn't giving me enough energy." Um, I, the brain, I need I need the glucose in my brain. So great. We're just going to take the protein, which is your muscle. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to convert it to glucose. Mm -hmm. And now I'll have something to work on. So, But what happens then is now the, 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 your muscle, which is your best friend, because that's you could lay – I mean, my, my body, I know more muscular than most women, but right. I could lay on a couch all day long, my body, and do nothing, not sit up, not do anything, just breathe and function. And I burn about 17 <clears> – <throat> pardon me, 17, 1,800 calories a day. Come on. Yep, just laying down. So that's what your muscle does for you. So now you're actually sacrificing your calorie burners for your brain just because you're not willing to have a sweet potato. So the mus muscles are burning calories for you as you go. They work. It's free free calories to burn. Is, uh, yeah, because I will tell you this month I've lost. I'm a little softer. Because it's because you've removed the so the protein. Yeah. Okay, which you've removed. Not you. Not you've removed. Sorry, animal-based protein. Yeah. There's amino acids in that that you can't get anywhere else. Sorry, dude. You yeah. can't get from beans. You can't get from the green shake. I take algae. I don't care. It's not going to be the same replication of protein in your body. So if you were to add, and, and, your, and your protein's in place there yeah. to repair and rebuild and to maintain. And so that's why you've lost the muscle mass. When, 
I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but I'm going to ask you how old did you were you were you when you got into fitness like this serious fitness? <clears throat> You're from Chicago, you said. From Chicago. Uh, here's the thing. I grew up doing sports. So I did gymnastics. Uh, all, 10 years I did track. I did diving. Got to college and I went to the University of Kansas and I mm -hmm. did a hammer throw. And frankly, I was so active with sports. I never had to think about a workout, like a, a recreational workout. I yeah. never had to think about what my calories were. I would literally be in college and eat a whole Chipotle burrito <clears throat> and then be like, oh, still kind of hungry, yeah? <laughs> I would get a second burrito. Stop it. Oh, my God, no problem. So what happened is I got out of college. I'm eating the same way. Like, I'm, I'd order a pizza. Like, I would, I would trade you a slice, but I would never let you take from my pizza you know what i mean like yeah because i'm like, cause I'm like oh, I'm, i need that because i'm i'm gonna finish it right like a lou malnati's no that's that's okay that's, that's crazy I, I'm just talk. making sure that's crazy talk <laughs> just like, making sure we're not kudos to you okay yeah 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 so um so i'm eating the same way my mentality frankly i'm probably drinking more because i don't have practice and right. meats and stuff to keep me in check and i'm not working out nearly I'm like maybe one or two days a week like i'm a civilian now yeah let me tell you my weight skyrocketed and i, and I passed like a number that I never thought I would. What do you want to tell me what the number was? Well, I, I was like in the 160s, and I remember in college I couldn't break 150. Like we were trying to put weight on mm -hmm. me to, because in hammer throw, the faster you go, it, it kind of pulls you up out of your legs. It's a, you just want to be heavier to counter the ball. Right. And so for me, I was like I couldn't break 150 if I. I mean, I was eating everything, and I hear I was like 167. And I was like, oh well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I, you know, you don't was that attention. a tough, when you saw that number, was that tough for you mentally? Well, because I don't really weigh myself because I never did. And right. then I remember I couldn't, like, it, it, I couldn't get my like clothes on. I was like, that's so funny. I must have put it in the dryer, wrong hamper, you know, whatever. <laughs> you think of everything but the reality of what's going on with your ass. <laughs> so so here I am, and I started to get it. And I, well, I actually, where I first, my first roadblock was like, well, what are you, Josh, you're doing well. What did you do? What are you doing? Let me do what you're doing. And I started looking what, you know, you're supposed to get up early and get it done right in the morning. And then I would just snooze past my alarm and be shameful because I missed it. And then just eat shit that day and fuck it, I'll start next week. And, you know, I just try what everybody else was doing versus stopping and saying, well, what what works for me? Right. And so I started to identify that system. And frankly, I started to just invest in myself because I liked the way I felt when I worked out. And it happened to result and I was I lost weight, but I liked who I was. I was less agitated. I wasn't as rude. I was more patient. I was more kind to myself. I was, you know, like I was bartending and I was like, I could go to work and say, I look, I look great. Yeah. I look hot for work. This is good. You know what I mean? Like, but whereas before I'm like, oh my God, I should wear a bigger shirt because this and that, you know, and you're covering versus like sharing and celebrating. So, well, well, okay. So that's, that's an interesting thing, right? So, cause I, I feel like a lot of people, and I, uh, not too long ago, I, I've always toyed a little bit with what I eat and how big I could get. And not too long ago, I, mm, a couple years ago, I got up to like 194 just mm -hmm. to see what would happen. Um, but it's interesting, like when you said you, you felt good about yourself and you, and you were, before you were worried about the shirt you were wearing and, yeah. and then, okay. How do you, um, when you're talking about people who are at home right now, right? And they're like, I work fucking 60 hours a week. That's yeah. easy for you to say. Like, what, when, because that's oh, so many questions I got online. What, what, like, what's, what's somebody's first easy step? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the, is that the hardest one too? Is the first step the hardest one? You know, 
I think. Uh, and does it start with your brain? Do you have to? I be? just think sometimes it seems insurmountable to get going. It's like, oh, why try? I'll probably fail anyways. Right. Right. How can I take it on? <clears throat> My first advice is not to start moving. Right. It's actually not. It's set up your baseline. I said it earlier. You know, rest, hydration, nutrition. So make sure you're trying to get up and go to bed around the same time mm -hmm. every night. If you have kids, I know that's like a tall order, but yeah. like try to replicate that. So consistency of rest, water. Again, your body will hoard fat if you're not getting enough water. Your body actually, really? your your body, um, the water in your body. One of its one of its biggest jobs is to regulate your body temperature. That's why you get hot, you sweat, right? Yeah. It's it, it's it, yes, yeah, digestion, yes, so many things. But if you don't have enough water in to do that job, your body's like, oh. Again, it's smarter than you. Uh, no problem. I'll just think of another way. I tell you what, I'll start hoarding fat, and we'll let your bot regulate your your fat regulate that temperature for you. So you're hoarding, and then nutrition. So it, essentially, the first week, it's like you sleep, you rest, and then food. Think about food timing. A lot of people. I had a, I had a woman at an event. She goes, um, okay, well, I I, I really I, I have coffee in the morning. I have mm -hmm. a latte, and sometimes I get luncheon, but not always. Sometimes it's just you know a few crackers or a snack or you know a little something. And then, and then I'll have like a really big dinner at night though, cause I'm so like starved by the time I get home. And I'm like, great. So then you, and she ate at like, let's say 7 PM. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, great. Okay. So then you're going to go, you're going to go, um, eight, nine, I'm counting on my fingers, 10, 11, 12. Let's go through the day. Okay. You get a latte at nine. You're already, by the way, 14 hours of starving your body with no food. The latte, there's a little milk in there. That's something. But then you go another, how many hours before dinner? I'm like, congratulations. You're eating like a sumo wrestler because those guys, they starve for 20 hours in the day. Sumo wrestlers do? They starve and then they eat for like two hours. Why? Because it slows down the metabolism to help them gain weight. Yeah, somebody told me once your body almost goes into hibernation, right? Because it's holding on. You're, you're just, you're just, you're holding up signs. Hoard fats, hold weight, right? That's what it does. Why, why, um, you look at the kids in Africa, they have like these little, like, Buddha bellies, yeah. but they're just emaciated. Yeah. It's because their body's like, all right, well, I got to protect the vital organs for survival. So the fat is hoarded around the belly to protect the body, and the arms and legs are eaten for fuel. Um, it emaciates, and that's why. You know, when you and I um, started uh, talking about this little endeavor we want to go down, mm -hmm. um, I, it was pre my little diabetes thing. It was. It was. How funny that timing! I didn't realize that. That that is why, like, I kept, when I was texting you, I was like, I, I'll I'll wait to tell you. I'll wait to tell you. Yeah. But it was funny that that kind of happened, and, and because we both, you know, I love working out, and I love working out because I love the way it makes me feel. Yeah. I'm not like, do you know what I mean? Like, I I love the way it makes me feel, and 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 um. I, we both, and I travel around a lot, and I have relatives and friends and, and people who work 60 hours a week, and they always talk about how it's just a daunting task. Yeah, but, I mean, going back to what you said, like, what's the one thing that you would have them get started? It's like it really, you set your baseline, and then honestly, I tell people, because, like, I, for me to ask you, you know, you know, Nancy from Georgia, that you want to start going, I wouldn't say, okay, get you your gym five days a week. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, people take on more than... Um, then they're capable of at that moment. And I say layer in. So you, you set your baseline the first week. And then literally, we all get an hour at lunch, walk 20 minutes of it. Well, get done eating and walk. This is what we, you and That's I had decided we were going to do. Yeah. We were going to challenge people. And I got five people who will do it. <laughs> okay. And, and we were going to challenge people. And we were going to challenge people. And we were going to call it one thing. We were going to challenge everybody to do one thing. Yep. One thing different for a month. 
Mm-hmm. Now, my one thing, it depends. And, you, and depending on who you are, depending how right. big you want that one thing to be, my one thing this month was a complete overhaul of my diet, and I and well, it ends you, today. By the way, it was a month today. Oh wow! So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have, I think a piece of pizza. I feel like you're doing pizza <laughs> ever since the the New York kale the incident. Ca- yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do. The question is, where you're gonna get it from? Um. Oh, I really like Amici's out in the valley. You know what I should have done had I known. I've got Lumalnati's in my freezer. You do. That's maybe a little be a little too much for me right now. Okay, okay. Um, but 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 um, you know, I have um, uh, Bert Kreischer who's going to do it. Mm-hmm. A comic, Fortune Feimster, a comic, um, and they both want kind of the same thing. Um, but but I, I picked people who are all different and wanted different things. Bert wants to lose weight. He's going to tell you right away. I'm not stopping drinking. I drink sixty beers a week. That's not stopping. Oh, God. Okay, so I, I'm giving you challenges. Six zero. He probably does. Let's do a so, <laughs> ten eight beers a day. So eight. so um, fortune. You know who fortune is, mm-hmm. and fortune. You know fortune. Her desire there, and she's a very athletic. You know, if you watch her play soccer, you're like, oh, she's an athletic woman. She just has a hard time sticking two things. Now, we're gonna. I was gonna do my son, but he's hurt, so we can't. Yeah. My sister-in-law just had a baby. So her time, and plus she's just having trouble losing a couple. And then there was a guy that I met on the road who's like 53, ex-basketball player, both knees, arthritis, and he's just used that. He's like, I just, well, I just can't lose weight because of my knees. And I'm like, mm. okay, right? So these are all, they're all different yeah. places. But what, but, but what we want to challenge people is to show them, and we want eventually to everybody to ho- kind of hop on board, and 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 do one thing a month, and we're gonna set up a page where you can send up a video, and send in videos of what you doing your one thing every month. For exactly, a day. exactly. I mean, the concept is, I think that, as we kind of touched on it, the idea of becoming healthier seems impossible. Why try? I have so many other things going yeah. on, and we're trying. We want to do a variety of things because we're also unique and different, and what drives us are different. Are different. They're going to be different for everybody. But to pick one thing, it's to give up diet soda, right? For everything. That, could that, be, is, that could be your one thing. Is diet soda a, a big no-no? Oh, God, yeah. Somebody told me once it actually puts weight on. Is that possible? I mean, person to person, it's going to be different. It's not good. It's not good because all good. the chemicals. It's just artificial. Your body doesn't really recognize it. But unfortunately, the sweetener in there still offers you the same reaction as the sugar would. So your body still has an insulin spike, still stores fat. It's just it's no good. Okay, so in what we're saying is people can pick their one, whatever they want their one small thing to be. And by the way, Aaron, I want you to do this for a month too. We'll pick your one thing. And and, and, and you know what? I, I will tell you that I also, I had a buddy of mine from home and I kind of challenged him to do this, something with me for a month. Okay. And so my thing with him was, he was like, I work 65 hours a week, 70 hours a week. I don't have fucking time. I don't have time at lunch. I work through it. So I said, hey. I want you to do me one thing, man. I want you to set your alarm 10 minutes earlier. 10 minutes earlier is all I want you to do. And I, I said, I want you to wake up. I want you to drink a glass of water. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to do as many pushes as you can do. And then just take a shower and go to work. And he was like, I'm, I'll fucking, I'll do it. And I go, okay, that's all I want you to do. Glass yeah. of water. I spoke to him today. Okay. okay. I'm, I already know your answer. He was like, first of all, I see muscles I've never seen. Yep. And he goes, and because he's my age, he goes, I see muscles I haven't seen in years. He said, 
this is doing, and he goes, 10 minutes early, you could have told me to set my alarm three minutes early, glass of water, push-ups. And he was like, uh, and by the way, I told him glass of water because I, somebody had told me once it kickstarts your it's day. more. It's more, it's so many things, but I mean, water that early. So he's a glass of water and I said, max out on pushups and then that's it, man. And I said, if you're too sore the next day, instead of the pushups, just sit, sit and plank for as long as you can and then go on about your day. Uh, all right. Now that's it. Glass of water, three minutes of exercise in the morning. Change anything else. He changed nothing else because he is one of these guys who works in the fucking Wall Street. He's yeah, nonstop. Yeah, yeah. He changed nothing else. Dude lost eight pounds. Yeah, I believe it. Eight pounds. Yeah. Three minutes a day he gave himself. Water, rev your metabolism. Yes. Your, your, your metabolism in the morning. Like that, like get a little, you, you'll break into a sweat. Yeah. That, and then showers and gone. That it was an amazing oh, thing, yeah. like, and and so I was so excited to talk to you today because I was like, is that That's so is neat. that possible yeah. that that three minute he, and you know what he said also, um, and this is so important, and you know better than I do, when you go on January first, I'm gonna fucking stop this, and I'm gonna do this seven days a week, and I'm gonna do this, and then too you, much too fast. You also you practice quitting. You practice quitting, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're telling yourself you're. I knew quit. I couldn't. Oh my god! I yeah. Knew I Developing the power of your word is one of the most important things you can do. It'll be not just incredible for what you take on in a health challenge like this, but like for your life, for your relationships, for your job, with your kids. Like this is something you do what you say you're gonna do. Why? Because you said so. He says, "This is what he told me today." He was like, "I gotta tell you, man." I've changed nothing else. I've gave my, I gave, I gave, this is how he put it too. I gave myself three minutes a day, which I found that very interesting. That's the truth. Because when he, and after, and he said, I gave myself three minutes a day. And you know what? I'm going to find a way to give myself 30 minutes a day. Mm. He said, I can't believe how good I feel and how good I feel about myself. And he, he even said, I said, it's interesting, man, that you said you gave yourself. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you gave yourself anything? Right, because people don't think they're worth it. Yeah. They're like, well, uh. It's not worth it. Is that? Do you think that's one of the big problems? Is 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 a self worth thing? Self esteem, for sure, for sure. But how does it get and so low? Like how is it a gradual? Like is it's like anything else? It is gradual, and that's also why the thought that oh, for me to make a difference, I mean, I mean, I had a contestant. I won't say who this year on the show. We did the whole first day. You did pretty well this year, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> Clean sweet. Yeah, you, I mean, has that ever um, happened on The Biggest Loser? I mean, who cares? <laughs> Did it? It has now. Uh, I owed all of those contestants though. But the, the very <laughs> second day of the show, she came to me. We were off camera day. Went to the ranch to train her, and she goes, "I can't do this. I can't. I need to be done." She's like, "I can't keep this going." I go, "Why do you think it, it, it's going to be so much? They people just personify that it's going to be this crazy, impossible, scary thing." Mm -hmm. I'm like. It's not gonna take near that. Trust me. And all you gotta do is, is like you kind of gotta sh move, the, gotta move the ball up the field a little bit to show people, like your friend, three minutes, dude, a glass of water and a few push-ups, and you've down eight pounds. And not only have we had that success, look at he's realized. Yeah. He's like, whoa, that wasn't that wasn't so bad. No. What else is possible? Yeah. Right, Josh. That's the thing. That's why I think health and fitness is so exciting. And you know, you went back to why did I start to learn? It's because. It changed, it changed the way I felt about myself and what I thought I could do with my life. I was bartending and not getting hired for my degree. And I started to care about what I was eating and be thoughtful. And when the alarm went off, I got up and just did whatever I was going to do. And I was like, I have power. I have choice. And I have follow through. 
And to me, that's most than anybody else I've met lately. You know, like that felt good. What made you want to give that to other people? Well, and, and where was that? Because I saw the power in my own life. I was, I, I just evolved so much as a woman, and I because I started tying so much of my worth to my how I looked. You know, my identity in college was like, oh, I'm doing getting this degree, and I'm mm -hmm. a D1 athlete, and I graduated, and I was fucking nothing. And I'm like, everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I bartend. And I was so ashamed because I didn't have any other story to tell. And I just, again, I just started to, oh, so then I started working, you know, trying to work out because like, I needed to look this way and look that way. Right. Da, 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 and I did American Gladiators. All it was was image. I had a tiny spandex outfit and a lot of oil and pink hair. And I was like, I've got to look good for this show. And let me tell you, when we stopped filming, I was, I was totally fucked in the head because I started thinking like, well, there was no carrot, there was no camera on me to make me make better choices. So I would really struggle. So I would crash diet for like the photo shoots and I would eat the Lumalati's pizza and uh, a so bag good. of Oreos and then, and then be ashamed that I was doing that Wait, cycle. Wait, so during Gladiators, you were unhappy with yourself. Oh my God, completely. That's very interesting oh, because I know. you think everything's good. It's yeah, like so much pressure to to look the right way, and, and I didn't have a handle on it because I had never had to learn it, right? Because I just did sports, so you know. And was, did and, and and so were, you, I know this is I don't know if this makes sense, but so were you were you trying to look the right way for the wrong reasons? Oh, completely. I was trying to look that way, and then I was like, what all of America does, I was like eating a small breakfast, kind of skipping lunch, bigger dinner, and just drinking. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, let's go out cocktails. This is fun. I love this. And then I started reducing more and more calories in my day, put them towards drinks at night or whatever. And then in public, I was like, I don't care. Give me the extra slice of pizza. Ha, ha, ha. Right. Cry myself to sleep. It's like, great. Who cares what other people see and think? Do what's best for you. And it was hard. Even like, I mean, I caught shit when I would go back to Chicago. My friends and family, they're like, oh, you're ordering fish and vegetables. So L.A. I go. Or so, not a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually really happy with this choice. Can, can Don't I, worry about it. Can I tell you something? Yeah. This guy said to me once, uh, and he he was um, he was he came up. He was like, "I'm a fan." And I go, "That's good." And thank you very much. And he said, "Nice to meet you." And then my plate came, and it was chicken, and broccoli. Oh, what and, did he say? And a little bit of rice. He goes. You having some fucking broccoli? Yeah. And I go, like yeah. You, like and I go, cool. and I said, I am. I go, what do you have? And he goes. I'm having some ribs. I go, well, that's good. What else are you having over there? He goes, ribs and mashed potatoes. Got some gravy over there. And he had, instead of a salad, he had fries. Yeah. And I go, oh, so well, and that's what I said. I go, I'll have my broccoli. You have a heart attack. And then we'll see. Yeah, but we'll why see. are we getting shit on? Because we're healthier. <laughs> well, let me ask you something about, okay. So when you are glad in the gladiators, right? Yep. And you look like you were in pretty decent shape yeah. on the show. Okay. I was probably like. Maybe five pounds heavier than I am now, but not huge. I mean. Okay, but you're so. But when you leave, when Gladiators is over, you're not happy. Wh how do you get from Gladiators not happy to Jen happy right now? Like, what was that? Was there like a, a an instance or a, a something that happened, or was it a gradual thing for you? I had to start doing it for the right reasons. I put all my effort into the outside. Like, but I, I understand that. Bag. Where do you get? Where did that? Where's that moment for you where you were like, I'm doing this the wrong for for because I didn't want to live that way anymore. I was too exhausted. You know, you're you're living in these highs and lows of I had a good workout but I had a bag of Oreos. Why don't don't care so I mean I just I was up and down and I instead of like getting caught up in that I go, Okay, stop. Just start making choices and follow them. We talked about the power of your word. Mm -hmm. I remember I'm like just not ordering dessert at dinner. I don't care how full I am, I tell you what, I order dessert. 
And I'm like, I'm just not going to do it. And I would say eight ten times out of ten, I didn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, see, you can do it. And those two times where I did order dessert, I was like, okay, what happened? What was the what was the scenario? Was I drinking too much? Like was I like kind of like cocktail? I'm like mm-hmm. okay, I'll take the Sunday. You yeah. know, was it that? What you know what was it? And I started to be very aware, and I started to care about like because like my decisions in a moment that pleases somebody else. Like you could just like oh yeah, well screw the broccoli, give me some ribs right. like, with my guy over here to make a connection. People are going to connect to me no matter what because and, and they're going to really have a deeper connection because I'm sticking to my authentic self. I would say and what that you, made me the happiest. What do you say to people who go, well, that's you just look that way because of genetics. We we just heard that you don't because you right. This you, is a daily choice. It's a daily, it's a daily choice. choice, and not all my days are easy. Not all my days are perfect. I still like don't think that I've not like come home from an airport late and I'm like driving past the Taco Bell and like ah. Oh. <laughs> I like I get the frisbee, which is the crunchy in the uh, middle with the the. the, the Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah. Oh shit! And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but Jenny, you have food in your fridge. Like I plan, and that's how I do it. I, I mean, I will, I will eat this, this cloth on the top of this table if I'm hungry. Right. Like, I, like you said, oh my god, how do you keep up with it? I go, because now I plan. I always have food with me. I always have water with me. I have food in my home, and I also like if I have a, a I'll, if I'm really jonesing, like you and your pizza thing, I'm like Jenny, if you want it that bad tomorrow, you still want it. You can have it. I give myself a day two permission. And what that means is I say no today. And if it's like just on my mind, right. I can go tomorrow. And I got to tell you, I think only once have I gone day two. What was it? It was a donut. Man. It was a long john that had miniature chocolate chips on it. I was traveling in Portland. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, my phone. You know, and, and you know, also... Even when I travel or I'm in Chicago and I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to be in Italy again. I'm never right. going to be in, I was in New Orleans. I'm like, New Orleans again. I'm like, God, it's like, you know, we got the bags and the beignets in New Orleans. And I was like, okay, like, the, don't get me wrong. The first day I had the bag of three. The I'm not beignet trying, is so good. I'm not trying to like, yeah. act like I didn't. But day two, I'd already had my three and then we got a bag and I had, I had one and I was completely okay. Like still try, still have Hooters rings. I'm not doing 20 or 30 anymore. I did not even 10. So I still have it. But very reduced. I'm like, I've got the taste for it. I'm cool. Tell me, when you when you signed on to do Biggest Loser, yeah, um, it, it, could you have imagined it, that it is as gratifying gratifying as it is right now? Like, I I will tell you, and I watch that show because y- you know the idea that you could change someone's life, not just change their life to be happier, to live, mm-hmm. like to live. How I mean, is that just like an amazing? And when you have to send somebody home, mm. is that really? I can only imagine because so that's part I hate about the show. Yeah, it's not just a game. You're actually sending somebody it back into the death trap, right? Here's the thing: all you can do. It's a great line from Lord of the Rings, right? Gandalf's talking to Frodo. He's like, "Just do all you can with the time that's been given to you." Right? Are these contestants? That's why I'm so crazy. I think in the first three weeks, because it's like, what's the real time that they're there? Real time. Three to four months. Three, four months. in the season, yeah. Yep. And then they were two months at home this year. So six months for a full change. Yeah. Like, so, like, my guy's 122 pounds, came over six months. You know, it was, it was steady. Yeah. But I have to do all I can. I can't let them go home because, I, I, one, you make it through a way and I get them for a whole nother week to work with them on the inside job, right? Your happiness, your health, the, the cooking. I work with all of them so that when it is inevitable and you go home, they're set up. 
Right. They all have my cell phone. They know they have help if they want it. But part of it is not creating a codependency and them saying, I got it, but I can reach out for help. Same on the show. It's making them accountable. It's saying, I'm invested, now match my investment. I'm not doing this for you. I'm not giving you a checklist and saying, call me when it's done. Right. Be a part of this and participate every day. When you're having a hard day, admit it and tell me why. And let's figure out where that came from. You know, that's the difference. And so how important is it if you're married that your partner is on board? This is a great conversation. So it's not a foolproof thing, but there's a great study that was done uh, or many studies that have been done with smokers, mm -hmm. right? And anybody that tries to cold turkey quit, uh, the average is I think they fail 10 times on the cold turkey quit. Uh, or sorry, it, it takes usually 10 times of trying to quit to be successful as right. a smoker. And th only three to 6% of those people are actually successful on the cold turkey quit. So ironically with like diets and stuff, only 5% of people are successful after starting like um, today, like the New Year's diet, we're doing it, right? Right. Only 5% are successful. Why? Why is that? And part of, well, it's just because. Is it because they're I mean, picking I have things my, are too drastic? I, I have my theory, but I'm going to answer this question okay. first. So the thing is, is you are going to, and the thing with the smokers, the people that have a spouse that's still smoking and they're trying to quit, not going to happen. You're not going to be able to quit. Like it's a very rare case right. that you're able to. It's because it's you're around it. It's an addiction. There's so many things, and it becomes this un. You don't even have to think through it. You don't have to. It's like it's like um, having a dinner and expecting dessert, right? You know, it's having a meal expecting a cigarette, lunch break cigarette. It becomes unconscious, mm -hmm. right? Unconscious smoking, unconscious eating, all that stuff. So that's why if you're going to do it, your times are, are your your chances of coming through a nutritional change, adding in a workout. 10 times more possible or uh, I ten to, I'm just throwing probable. that probable probable though then to to be successful because you've kind of got an accountability partner the CDC did a, did a, a um, um, how should I say it? a report or hold yeah they, they did a, you can brain? say they did a report Sorry. okay sure <laughs> <laughs> My brain just took a walk. My brain's on a smoke break. I was like, it's called a study? Study. There oh you my go. God. Um, one, there's like three things that make uh, people that have lost weight keep weight off. And one of the top answers is an accountability partner. Right, because you need that person. Heck yeah. Because if they're, gonna, if they're sitting at dinner having whatever and you're going out... Because, you know, when I watch that show and people go home, right, and they sit at, at a lunch with three of their friends... And they're ordering the salad, and their friends are ordering what they've always ordered. That's what that's for me. Like it's real hard. That's really hard, right? That's where the work comes in. That's the willpower. We, you know, we forget we send these guys home to an environment that made them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've got to be. Thought of it. That is the environment that made them. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, I like. I think I'm pretty special, but really, four months with me, I I like to think I get the train going, but they've got to carry that torch. What is, so say your guy lost 120, what'd you say? 20, I think I would have better lose, 122. Okay, down to, what's a realistic. Oh, no, oh he lost 160 pounds. I'm yeah, lying. if somebody goes from 340 to 180, right? In, the, in this, in this say, they, say they did, let's just make that up. No, that's Three, pretty much what happened. 340 to 180. What's the realistic a year from now? 180 because that was their life for so like four with, months. So like with Roberta right now, yeah, he, I think he weighed in at 188. Yeah, and his job is to drift right now between 188 and about 208. 
And okay. you, you feel that's safe and healthy. That's... I go, all I want you to do right yeah. now for the next three months is live there. Okay, 188, 208, get there. Mm-hmm. And, and also it becomes an accountability with me. I'm like, Roberto, if you start to go 207, 208, oopsie, 210, call me and let's figure out why. Right? Is it is it because you're lifting? Is it because we'll get the program going? Right. Or is it because you're starting to slip? And let's have a conversation and get you back in that living space. What percentage of the people that go to... Ooh, I don't know. I know what you're going to ask me. They stick with it. Yeah. I don't know. Stay, and I don't even say stick with it. You know what I would say? Keep my the, is stay, is stay, stay healthy. Like, you can be a bigger person and be healthy if that's just kind of... A lot stay healthy, but I will tell you there are a lot that don't. And the issue is if you don't address what got you there, it's waiting for you at home. Right. And you have to have the strength to really figure it out and want to want to create a better lifestyle for yourself. And sometimes it's a person. Sometimes it's a job. Sometimes it's, I mean, it could be so many things. And it's like if you don't address that, you're going to have a hard time being healthy. Yeah, I, that that always was interesting to me, like, because you're right. Like, they, they, they come to you not just somebody who's overweight, but somebody who's that big is unhappy right so isn't a part of losing the weight figuring out why it's it's the why are you unhappy and and to re redevelop another system for coping yeah because like this is for all intents and purposes rehab and the problem with people that have the, f- the connection to food that they do is uh, they have to face that addiction at every meal they have to eat. Yeah. Right? So it's... Oh, fuck. I hadn't thought of that. That's, oh, yeah. You can avoid like heroin, high. right? You can avoid it, but you have to eat every day. I know alcoholics that I've worked with that just don't... They don't go down certain streets anymore. They don't oh, walk down the liquor aisle. shit. You, you have know? to go to Ralph's. Right. You have to eat every day. And in order to get to the produce in the back, you're walking past the bakery, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, it is oh, a level... Shit. Like, I don't think these guys get enough credit for what they go through on a daily basis because their addiction is also something they need to live yeah oh fuck that i have never even thought of yeah. that before and tell me what you would do. i mean that's just hard that's it's yes. like going to re- it's like going to rehab and having like a vending machine that has like cocaine yeah and like beers and i like it's <laughs> right there you know, so they so so it's not like the alcoholic like and i'm with you i know people who just don't go places or they don't go out they can avoid it. So these It's a great tactic. It's like be responsible for where you go, what you do, who you're around. Yeah, but even if I'm at a restaurant, right? And and I have best laid plans. I still have to open that menu and see that picture of that bacon cheeseburger. I know a lot, I mean, I know a lot of people that have that have like look at the menu online hours before, right after lunch. Yeah. Or I'll do it for them. I mean, it sounds funny, but I just I just feel like it takes some getting that like the engine like an old school like cold yeah. train like dur, 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 dur. But that's why you and I are talking about doing one thing. One thing. And here and here's the thing for me like I really um Doing this with my friend, and 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 this is why I want that story with your dude is so cool. But this is why I, I wanted to be incredibly drastic because my one thing, and and when I tell you, and look, I'm not gonna lie, I spent a day and a half in San Francisco, weeping in my hotel room that I had done, I had been so careless that I was taking years off of my life mm-hmm. for the people that were counting on me. Like I was really so like, I, oh, I nailed it, yeah. It was really tough, uh, uh, and I was mentally melting down because i was like you know i 
I, genetically, I've been, I was given a pretty good vessel. And that's another thing I was like, I'm so disappointed in myself that I was given this and I somehow fucked it up because mm. I was careless. Mm. And so I was, I a month today, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. Everything that I think could have be slowing down the machine is done for a month and let me see what happens. So here's what's interesting too, because people are listening like, oh, how could he just do it? How could he just stop and go? I told you the CDC study. Yeah. One is accountability partner. Two is weighing yourself every day. I don't always agree with that. It's person to person. Yeah. But it's because it's accountability for yourself. Like with Roberto goes 207, 208, 209. It's yeah. because he's, he knows. That's the information. That's fact. Okay, you have to be real with that fat. I know people that like to stay off the scale, and when their pants get a bit too tight, you know what they do? They just buy a bigger pair. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, yeah. shit, these don't work for me yeah. anymore. The other thing, though, is a major life changing event. And that's what you had. You know, you, sometimes people wait for something bad to happen, and I wonder why we got to do that. But you know what? Instead of figuring out why, let's just acknowledge that as humans, that's kind of what we do and yes. start to make a change. Why wait for the bad news? Why wait to become a type 2 diabetic? Why wait? I re- listen, I've done so much research. There was a doctor that wrote an article that said, this is alarming. 57% of the people over 40 in California are pre-diabetic and they don't know. Oh, my gosh. That's California. 57? 57, where people are supposed to I be mean, the I mean, we're healthiest. a big state, but holy cow. Right. And you know, that <sighs> it is a fucking huge number. That don't know? Don't know. Because, you know, a lot of times you don't get any of the symptoms. Well, no, you had them. You're like, weird. I did. The tingling. tingling. Yeah, yeah, the tingling. It was it was bananas. It's like maybe I slept funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't acknowledge it. I, but let me tell you, it was, okay. So why I did that with my friend and with me, because I wanted it to be the opposite end of the spectrum, which is I basically went overboard. But I wanted him to do what I would consider the smallest amount possible to see if we could both exact change. Yep. I will tell you something. I think his change is going to affect his life. Mine did was, mine was the doctor's appointment. That that changed my life. Oh, you're saying the three-minute challenge has been his thing. is, Is going to change his life eventually way more than this news. Because he, okay, he now, he told me, he was like, I'm getting my wife to do it. I go, what do you mean? Mm. She said, so she's setting the alarm. She's getting up with me. We're drinking a glass of water. She's doing the push-ups on the knees. Dude, everything's fun with a buddy. Yeah. I just get so... I I go to the gym now because I meet a friend because I'm like, this is so cool. Yeah. Instead of getting coffee or eating or whatever, just to see your buddy kind of sweat for a second and die. So here's what we're going to ask people to do. And then we're going to... And I'm going to ask you some questions that people ask me to ask you online and then I'm going to take some phone calls I apologize everybody I do this every week where I forget to take your phone calls 323-282-7424 I know 323 because I like talking to the people who are in here so much 282-7424 you can call and talk to Jen here are the questions a bunch of the questions I got online and I don't know if you can answer this without knowing the person but I'm going to ask okay okay Somebody, about a bunch of questions were about how do I lose that last five pounds? Yeah, okay, so it's always uh, comes up. We'll go back to early in the segment. We talked about uh, undernourishing. Like if your body trusts you, it'll let go of that fat. Like Josh, you're, you're, you have abs right now, my friend, and it's because he gave himself fuel that the body recognized, was able to use, and he- I've never eaten more carbs in my entire life. P.S. So what those last five pounds, um, frankly, you're probably not eating enough. That's always what it is. Is you're that not, right? You're not eating enough, dude. 
Eat more. It, it, Give your body more. More frequently or more calories? You know, I don't know what that person's eating habits right. are. I would say probably frequently is going to be better. You know, because you'll see like a, a 9 o'clock meal, a 12 o'clock lunch, and a 7 o'clock dinner. Put something in mid-afternoon. Okay. Right? Here, here's the second most, and I'm going to paraphrase, the second most popular question yeah, cool. that I got. Cool. Which is, how do I put on weight in a healthy way? Is that a combination of the gym and the diet, or is that? Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like if you have one day of clean eating, which which quality food, you know, not, not, not saying perfect dieted, but like good quality foods, getting nutritional timing and water, one great day of food is like three workouts, okay? Is that right? That's why I look at it. Oh, my God, because your body just, like, tell me you don't wake up the next day like, Oh, I'm telling you right Dude, now. Dude, you're like, oh, yeah. God, what did I do? Oh, I ate good. <laughs> you know, you're not bloated. You're not... I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah. I, st- I was in New Orleans, I'm telling you, and I came back bloated and chunky. I was like, oh, my God. I did five days, no booze, eating great. I'm like back to like me. It's like that's how fast your body will respond. But the answer is, is I think that those days of food are possible when you're training. And the thing is, when it comes to putting weight on, you want to move some iron around. You want to move some weights. Yeah. And I'm not anything under a set of eight. It's more of a strength training versus if you want some size, you got to go bodybuilding. You got to do sets of 15, 20. Really? 20. Oh, yeah. That's Break counter- down the muscle and rebuild it. By the way, well, I had always heard the exact opposite. You want to put on size, you do sets of four. Right? But you're saying. That's strength. No. That's strength. Yeah. Size, 15 to 20. Tear your muscles apart. Let them rebuild bigger and better. So, starting this week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to. Yeah. <laughs> or just start wearing a long sleeves. This is so embarrassing. No, like so, Josh, what I would have you do, like you, you keep covering your arms. You're like they're a woman so that are taking em- the sheets so off. They're so embarrassing right now. Um, you got to do drop sets. So, what I want you to do: take a barbell, men's bar is fine. Yeah. And you put on a either three two and a halfs on each side or three five pounds. I don't know how strong your biceps are right now. Are you talking about the uh, like the bench bar? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you go put two and a half in the beginning just to start because you'll because you'll feel it out. Yeah. And I want you with the bar to go. Uh, let's see, three on each side. Do eight full reps. Watch your swinging, just eight, and then quickly put the bar down. Drop off two and a half pounds one side, two and a half off the other side, and do ten reps. So it's lighter, but we're doing more. Right. Okay. Drop two and a half, two and a half again. Do let's see, I eight that ten, so eight, ten, twelve. Yeah. And then clear the bar. Do fifteen. Oh, my God. You've just done 15, 25, 22. I can't count that high. Are you talking about reps? Oh, yeah. And 18, so now, 30, 45 reps. Now you've just stripped your Aaron, muscles. 45? Aaron, <laughs> laugh at somebody else. He's got the calculator out. Um, but the point is, is now you've taken, you've, t- you've, you've stripped the muscle bellies down. And they're going to, I mean, they'll be sore as hell, but then you'll, they'll build back and you'll start to see that nice... Just one, Gross. one. That's that's considered one set. 45. Do I do, I do I do that three times or just one time? No, one time because your four sets are built into one. And so that's it for biceps for the day. Fuck yeah! When you're done with everything else, that's your last thing. That and abs. I I haven't done abs in like. You you get I I think abs. I mean, it's like how to get best abs. Functional training, box, do medicine ball work, do be athletic. Moving is the best thing for abs, and the kitchen too, right? I mean, you're getting abs in the kitchen. Well, if you a want people bit. to see them, you should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's got them. All right, there. Here's a. Uh, uh, these are the three most common questions, and this was a. I think we've kind of addressed it a little bit, right? 
Okay. Um, which is all about motivation. Everybody asks about motivation, motivation, motivation. I don't know that there's an answer to that. Is there? So I'm actually in the middle of writing my book right now. And what it comes down to is we are all different. We're all so unique and special and powerful and weird and strange and cool. Yet, if I tell you to do something and tell everybody to do it, there's a small percentage of people that that's going to affect because that was what works for me. It's identifying your personality type, your traits, your triggers, you know, your tendencies, yeah. and basically working through and kind of kind of navigating your own potholes. You know, so I have I have, in my book I'm basically distinguishing five different personality types. And for one of those personalities, it's like they really don't care. If I tell them about the water and the hoarding fat, like they wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. But if I let them look at the ma the macro picture, right? What kind of mother do you want to be? What, how, how many years are you shaving off your life by not caring about the day to day? You know, you start to create different incentives, then it becomes more possible. That seems like, like out of the contestants that you have had who are parents, how much of the is that is the motivation that I want to see my kids? It's a it's a huge it's carrot, you know, to say for these kids I want to be around. But when it comes down to it, you have to decide who you want to be. It's not what you do in your life; it's who you are. That's your purpose. And if I make decisions that keep me from doing that, that's on me. Yeah. And I don't want to let go of that. I don't want to let go of the woman I'm supposed to be because let me tell you what, I teach it, but like I said, I have hard days too. And if I just gave up and put on weight and stopped moving, it's like it, I, would, I wouldn't I would be me because I would have, my self-esteem would be low. I would feel ashamed. I would feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a liar because I told people how they could do it and I couldn't even do it myself. So instead of using that negative pressure, I just think, what kind of woman do I want to be? And doing these daily things give me the opportunity to do that. I don't want to be held back. I don't want to just, part, I, you know, I don't want to just get through life. I want to participate. I want to live it fully. You know so. how I, I, I know that to be true? Look, the first day I met you mm -hmm. was on my show. Oh, it, that was the first day. first day I met you was on oh. my show. And you were fucking down for oh. whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We were like, well, were we thinking about doing this and we're going to throw some shit at me? And you were like, I don't, whatever. I'm down for whatever. She, yeah. You were like, I'm just, I'm here to have fun. I yeah. just want to have some fun. Yeah. But so I also watch you on the show and uh, your style is different. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, because people come first. Listen, at the end of the day, we all want to be seen and heard. And all, I love health and fitness because it's a, it's a vehicle for me. It's a vehicle to conversations that are deeper and darker and more difficult. And you have- What do you mean? What do you mean? Say that. What, elaborate on that. On the show, I'm helping somebody through a treadmill workout, but yep. it, you know, we create a connection, we create trust, and through that I can lead. And we can start talking about the, the bigger rocks in their life. Maybe it's you know something they're struggling with in their marriage, something they're struggling with in themselves. Maybe they've had something happen to them when they were younger in their life, and they've given up on themselves. People put on that kind of weight because it's armor, right? It protects so them. Are you so, saying if you get rid of some emotional baggage, sometimes even if you're doing the same workouts and the same diet, weight will fall off faster? Um, Do you know it, what I mean? It sounds funny, but it's the it's it's it really is the truth. Letting go, and your body will know it. It'll let go with you. I gotta tell you, people that are stressed, 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 I gotta get, stop thinking about it. Stop worrying. Just move because it feels good. Talk about it and share your experiences because it inspires somebody else. And then watch the scale drop. I fucking promise you.
And, it, and, and, and people don't need to be in a gym in an hour and a half a day. Oh, my God. No. Go. Crank for 45. Bail. Three minutes in the morning with some water. Hello. Three minutes. You now, should start Biggest Loser next year. <laughs> Do you have brothers and sisters? I have an older sister, younger brother. And are both of them in tip-top shape? They are not. You know, we're typical Chicago. We like to eat. We like to drink. Wait, 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 wait. Your family is not? No. You know, it's funny. It's uh, Is that an issue? Like, is that hard for you? Yeah. It's hard because I want to be the one to be their best friend, their motivator, their yeah. everything. And, you know, we all have to walk our own kind of journey. You know, my, my sister, I, I mean, I love her. She's, but she's never done sports. She's a musician. You know, she's got tattoos and piercings and right. plays the drums and the clarinet and the saxophone. And she's just like, yeah, Jenny, I'm not going to, I'm going to like work out. She's like, that doesn't interest her. Right. But there's something to say about, well, could you walk 20 minutes after lunch? Because like you could, th there's literally, a statistic if you walk 20 minutes you sorry just move 20 minutes a day you'll add three to five years to your life yeah i guess that like was... my sister doesn't have to be an athlete or go to like a barry's boot camp right just walk for 20 minutes that's that's easy you know our society we, we, we're, we're so spoiled because we have escalators and elevators yeah and we're, instead of doing physical labor, labor we're at our desks we're not doing what we used to do you know what i mean in in, in la we're actually the highest vitamin d deficient city uh, one of the highest in America because we're in our cars. We're not walking. We're indoors. We're in our cars, right? We're in behind, you know? Oh, yeah. We're... You got to think about it. We're in New York, those people are moving and grooving. I've never walked so much. Like, whenever I go, I remember. I'm like, oh, I fucking walk all day in New York. Oh, that's just where it goes. So that's the thing when you talk about my family. You know, at the same time, like, my mom... I had some gained some weight. She had kids. She, that was she's that you know in my book I call it an everyday hero, um, and she's she's going and she's going and she's going and everybody's first right and and finally at sixty five she's like, Jenny, I, can I have some help? And I was like, I'd love to, you know. And yeah. she was ready, just like you were ready last month. My mom was ready. She started doing CrossFit. She's done it Stop two years. It. She's down. I think she's down. Your mom started doing CrossFit at sixty five. Fuck yeah. And she's killing it. She's like, she deadlifted 200 pounds, which is really exciting. Like, she's strong. Like, I didn't just fall out of the sky. My yeah. mom is a fucking rock star. And my dad's like Swedish, you know, Danish and German. So right. I get like the strength and like the big meaty hands from Norm. <laughs> but Norm! Huge calves, yeah. yeah. And ironically, really long eyelashes because my mom doesn't have many. But that's another segment. Um, <laughs> and, and literally, but she's been going and consistently and loves lifting and does some of the Metcons. I think she's probably had a 50-pound swing. She's probably lost probably 50 of fat, gained some muscle. She loves it. By the way, she's meeting friends there. She's built out more of a social circle. You know, it, it's tough when your kids leave the nest. And yeah. My, and it's it's, like, this happened at 65? Yeah, my mom did a married 42 years. And it's like, you know, she's met some people, and her life is so much more rich. And not just because she lost weight, but because she's created community. She's created a sense of self. Uh, it's, uh, you know what it's called? It's called fucking pride pride i got up i did that workout i tried something that scared me yeah right and by the way you talked about your friend at the basketball player the guy you met on the road my mom came to me because shows you know my knees are really hurting i and, you know i just can't get this weight off because i can't work out so i showed her to the rower i go okay this will take the impact away let's look and i videotaped her doing the rowing machine and she's very visual so i kind of like brought her around I'm like okay Massey, see what's going on and you know the the front and the back and she goes oh my oh my god and 
she just was like, I haven't seen a picture of myself. She hasn't been taking photos, you know, because she, she's avoiding it. And now she is rowing. I tell you what, I, I, I'll show you after the show, the before and after my mom rowing. She's moving with confidence. She is strong, right? And it was all because she's like, oh, my knees are, you know, I'm just too old. And now she's like, she's That jogging. was her excuse. Yeah. Her excuse. So, so, so. Everybody's got but their own excuse. she just was excuse. nervous. It's scary to fail. It's scary to... What, if I try, like, what will happen if I fail? Nothing will happen. You try. You learn something. Let me tell you what. I have learned so much more from my failures than things just, you know, hitting home runs every day. Yeah. I'd rather fail my way to success. You know, there was a, there was a coffee shop I have, and there was a... Um, there's tip jars, and every day they ask you, like, you know, the Grinch cartoon or the Grinch Jim Carrey, and you put the money. Set the Starbucks on... Um... No, I do Gelato Bar in Tahunga. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay but... I know that one. Oh, okay. Okay. And would you, the, the, the tip question of the day was, would you rather never win... Um, wait, wait, no. Oh, oh, never win or never try? Never win. See, but that means, oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Thank you. Okay, I was yeah. like, wait, I thought you said the wrong. I'm like, Are yeah. you, you really need my help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so there was never. never win, yeah. like, oh, it was like always lose or never try. That's what it was. I know I was saying it wrong. And let me tell you, never try was filled up to the top. There was mm -mm. no money in always lose. Mm -mm. Like the always, you know, never, you know. And I thought, oh my God, this is what people think. I would. I, uh, Can I tell you? I'd rather never try. I, I took. I, I, I gotta tell you. I, I you know, I tell. Sorry, tangent. I, I tell Mike, no, it's. I tell my kids all the time that, that, look, you learn more when you lose. You uh, learn more when you fail because when you're doing shit that you know works, you know it fucking works. You know it works. I did, my, my, I did a set last night it, it, um, in New York, and I bet I did, I did like an hour and 20, and I bet an hour of it I'd never said before. Never said out loud before. Whoa, you okay. went for it. But... It was my favorite set of the weekend. Hmm. It was my favorite set of the weekend because live a little, huh? Yeah, because you went for it. You know what else? You know what help? You know what happens when you risk or you challenge yourself? Um, you learn things you never thought you would learn. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, I not only did I find jokes, but uh, I learned I, every time I do that, I learn something about myself. Yeah, and it gets less and less scary, and. I would tell you, just in my job, that um, carefree, completely shoulders down, whatever, free flow, is kind of what we're all going for. It's the only reason I got my job in Biggest Loser. Like, what, what is they, that? They brought me, this is the third time they brought me in to replace Joe. Third time. First two times, didn't get it. You know? And it was because I, I vividly, actually, the second time was the farthest I'd gotten out of the two because it was between myself and a corner COVID. There was a few other people they were looking at. And. Oh, shit. We got a roll? Yeah. We got like oh, seven okay. Minutes. Yeah, we got like seven minutes. Okay, okay, okay. okay I'll finish okay. this quickly. Okay. You know, and. She, Anna Kornikova was going to do it? Oh, she did it. She, Anna Kornikova got the job. And I remember being in the room and you go through like a mock workout and they give you can, like fake contestants. She's not like a warm person. She was on and off in one season. <laughs> You can't even say her name on NBC. <laughs> She's not a warm person, no. But 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 you know, I was like had my hands on my hips, and I remember being like, "You guys ready to work?" Like, and I'm like, "This is what they want, right?" And I didn't get it. And I remember they they brought me back a couple of years later. You know, the the casting gals like, "Jen, this is really this is you, this is you, this is you." And I remember I went. And I just didn't care. I was like, I cared. No, 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 I cared. But I was like, I know who I am, and 
I, I ran the room. I didn't know who anybody was. I was like, this is what I got. I got 20 minutes. All right. And I just was who I was. And, and that's what sold them. What it's happened not about to the you? perfect answers. What happened to you in, this, in, the, in those two years? You start taking, you start betting on yourself. It's what you did on stage last night. Yeah. You said, you know what? This is authentic to me. I'm going to give it a shot. I don't need to be perfect. I do want progress though, right? And what you did, if that show bombed, you still would have progressed and said, okay, I went off bill. I tried these things. It didn't really fly. I wonder if it was timing. But and I, now you've learned something. I would have learned something. Yeah, yeah. So perfection, no. Progress, yeah. And all I know is I failed enough times that it's not the end of the world and it's okay. And actually, I learned something. And to me, my life is so much richer, has so much more texture to it because I said, well, this feels right to me. Yes, be aware. Yes, pay attention. Yes, be polite. Let's all those things. But you know what? You do you, and, and the world opens up to you. All right, here's what I want you to do. And yeah. Because I, and I apologize to everybody because I, I shook off everybody's phone call again. Here's what I want you to do. I want Aww. you <laughs> It's okay. I would have never done that to you guys. I, I do it every week. Uh, because I enjoy talking to the people so much that are here that I always kind of... Yeah, I, we spiraled. Aaron looks at me and he goes like this, and I go... And then I go back because I'm okay. But so our thing, yes. tell everybody real quickly what you think, what what we want them to do, and then I'll we will both tweet out in Instagram and Facebook the pages. Yeah. And we we want them to we we want them to send in to us what their one thing is going to be. Yes. Will we be able to pick a couple people people out to help? That's what I'd like to do. Here's the thing, guys. Okay. This is a movement. This. What we're asking you for is your help showing people how easy it is. Yeah. You know, we're two people that are passionate, that have lived a lot of this one thing in our lives, whether it's through our family, through ourselves, through my contestants. And we want to show people what's possible. That's why we, we decided to do this. Mm -hmm. And to, to do one thing and to show someone some measurable success in their life, not just in like weight loss, not just in strength, but in confidence and knowing that I set my mind to something and I did it. And now, I mean, the ripple effect is so powerful because you can show others. So, I, I, I you know, I'm still, I feel like I'm still deciding what you just asked me. I feel like we, we, we've got people that we've picked that we want to work with. We want to give them the one thing. But I actually think, you know, having you guys come to us with what your one thing wants to do. What are you, and I want real shit. Yeah. Guys, I want people that are serious and that are ready that are ready to take it seriously because we're going to count on you because once we pick you, you become part of our movement. You become part of this family and this, this set of people that really want to help others. Yeah, and let me let me go and say w one thing on top of that. Yeah. I, I no, 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 no. This is perfect. I would tell you also because, I, look, everybody who listens to this, you know, you guys know me. I am about positive. I'm about positive. And yeah. so, you know, obviously you... Um, it's like what you were talking about when you were on Gladiator. You you can only put the armor on for so long, but eventually you have to make that change with you, and it starts with your brain. And so what I would tell you is this one thing, and I can only tell you that from my buddy, Wall Street, nobody's working longer hours than him and pretending he doesn't have time. What he told me it changed in the most was it gave him confidence. Mm -hmm. Conf Listen, confidence drives your whole life because he also said i had told myself i was going to start working out every year yep. and i had lied to myself yep. every year yep. i had just stopped t 
telling myself that because he just didn't think it was possible. Yeah, I'm not saying like confidence to look good in the mirror. Like that's going to happen yes. for you. It's like saying, I, I can do this and I will do it. And like, I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. Yeah. And I'm going to be good to myself. And so what, what, what I would ask you is pick your one thing. For some of you, your one thing may be massive like mine was. You may say, I'm going to start doing CrossFit four times a week. All I would say to you is whatever your one thing is, pick something that you can follow through on for the month. And make yourself follow through. And how I would ask you to make yourself follow through is be accountable. Give yourself a 30-second video, and you can send it to our pages. Oh, yeah. We expect it, guys. Actually, can we have them send to us? Because then we can post them on our page. Yeah, you can have them send anywhere you want. That's you want to, what we'll do. You want to send it to your page? And then yeah. we'll post it on the page? Yeah, and okay. you can send it to. Uh, you can post your videos on my Jen Wieners from Facebook page if that's easy. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's or you do can that. actually, you know what you guys can do as well. You can you post them on your own Instagrams and stuff, and just tag Josh and I. Yeah, and then, and then we'll, that's we'll find them. It'll come up on our feed, and we'll post it. Here's the thing, guys. Like you have got like the everyday guy that you know came to me a month ago that wanted to look good with his clothes on. He's like, I don't really care about looking good naked. I, I did tell you that. On. I did tell He's you. Like, that. I just want to look good with my clothes on. And now he does look good naked, and that was a total accident. So, <laughs> congratulations. But, you know, I'm very, we're very different brains, and yeah. we've got a lot of joy, and it's going to be really fun because, guys, if it's not fun, I, it's not worth doing it at all anyways. Yeah, and listen, <laughs> and not only that, if you were like, man, I don't know if I can do this, and you wanted to get three of your friends together, and then, like, the three of you did it or four of you did it together and you did one thing together and like I said even if you were like your one thing is I'm not drinking soda this whole month mm -hmm. it can be that small I'm not drinking soda for the entire month by the way that's not small oh, I was to say or that big that's huge that's, that's like fucking massive but if you were like I'm not doing that it could right? be literally like I'm not doing or I am doing I am yeah. going to have breakfast today I am going to pack lunch three times a week I, I am, am going to be in bed by 10 p.m. yeah like all whatever it is it can be small massive what we're going to ask you to do is m just follow through for yourself mm -hmm. for yourself Get, for the 30 days do it for yourself and see how you feel because then once you've gotten rid of that one thing when that next month comes you go well maybe I'll do one more thing and oh, then yeah. at the end of that next month, look at you. You've changed two things in your life. Yeah. And so for for me, that's what it is. Like mm -hmm. I want people to feel good about themselves. It's, it's confidence in your word. It's knowing you can. And like the result, like again, like it, it will happen. It, like you uh, didn't listen, even mean. Listen, listen I'm going to show you. I'm on my fourth run. Uh -oh. Okay. Pants are coming off. Look, look at that. <laughs> look at that. I know. Is that crazy? You had to like dig up a shirt. I mean, that's, that's it. Like you guys, the results take care of themselves. Yeah, you got to think about the why, though. Yeah, this is crazy. This is not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to baby cap for uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after, after this ends, you're going to tell me how to put some weight on. Yeah. Um, guys, where can they find you? And, and tell them about your book and all that stuff. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I'm on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all just Jen Wiederstrom. It's pretty straightforward. And uh, my book will be coming out in the new year. I'm still deciding on the title, so I can't tell you it. All right. But it's pretty racking. And I, I, my book was the most cathartic thing I've ever done in my life. It, it was amazing. I, I gotta I tell you what, I started writing and I quit because I got insecure and I was like, "Stop being a baby and let's go." So, because it's hard, you put your you put your soul out there. It's you. Yeah. Well, th here's the thing, and it may be a little different for you, but you, is this the first time you're putting, y like. You. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting. I do it on thing. the show, but you get you know hours and hours yes. of film. It's forty-two minutes of yeah. play. So yeah, but there's a lot, and this won't be the last of me with you, Josh. No, I don't think yeah. so. And by the way, guys, I um, 
for everybody in New York this weekend who said you look a little thin, I appreciate you noticing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> somebody came up after where they were like, "You okay?" And I was oh. like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, you look a little." Uh, um, and another news: If you need to lose weight really fast, become a vegan. Beans, greens, <laughs> nuts, and seeds. That'll do it. And not only that, your poop flies out of you like you're getting out of the bottom of a water slide. He goes, "Woo!" And now we've ended like we began. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I'm in Charlotte this weekend. What's the date? Today's March 13th. 14th, 15th. Today's so 17th, 18th, 14th, 19th, 4, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th. Um, sending, send good thoughts to my little buddy, Jakey, my, my son. I hope he gets to keep his toes. Um, I showed them the picture. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. If I show you the picture with the bone coming out, it's like I want to. Is that the first one? That no. I want to see that, but I might. I have to sit down when you show me. I'll sh I'll show it to you. Okay. Uh, and everybody else, hey. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Love you. Thanks.